0: Hi, I'm Stacey Jamaica Rowan, Editor-in-Chief of Hospitality Design Magazine with HD's What I've Learned podcast. Today, I caught up with Jim Looney, CEO of Looney & Associates. Jim's journey to founding his prolific hospitality design firm started with a chance meeting with design visionary, Tricia Wilson. Six weeks later, he moved to Dallas to work with her. It was a formative time for Jim as he had a front row seat to see the industry transform into what it is today. In 1995, he launched Looney Associates, which now has offices in Dallas, Chicago, and Hawaii. Today, as the firm celebrates 25 years, Jim reflects on a career that brought him from Memphis to Arkansas and now Dallas. Part of his legacy is passing his leadership skills on to younger designers. He started a scholarship at his alma mater, the Faye Jones School of Architecture and Design at the University of Arkansas, while also creating a coveted work environment at his 50-person firm. Though being an architect defines him, when it comes to running a business, he says, his greatest takeaways are to listen, be kind, and be compassionate, which truly sums up Jim's amazing personality. Hi, I'm here with Jim Looney of Looney & Associates. Jim, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Stacy. Glad to be here. Yeah.
0: So, how are you doing amidst uh, all the craziness that is COVID
1: nineteen? You know, we're uh, we're living our best virtual life, and um, you know, I'm really proud of my group. You know, the freeze was pretty easy compared to what the thaw will be. So that's what everybody's focused on now. But I'm really I'm really proud. So we're all working virtually. I'm actually in the office today. And it's very limited. You know, each of our offices have different protocol for entry, for re-entry, rather. So, you know, here in Texas, there's a one set of rules. Honolulu will be a little bit different than Chicago. And we all went virtual, you know, probably within a week of each other, with Chicago being first. But everything's functioning, functioning well. Again, I'm really proud of how everybody participated, jumped in. And this became, you know, and I, and I tell people, you know, this isn't the new normal kind of everyday. It's kind of it's really the current normal because it changes. Yeah, you know, every day. So that's how we view it.
0: <laughs> every single day, it changes. It yeah, feels right. like, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, how How has your uh, project load been? Have you had a lot go on hold? Have you, you know, wh- what have you seen in terms of what you know what you were working on and what was in the right. pipeline?
1: Yeah, the pipeline, like everybody, uh, was affected. I'd say still 15% p- of projects um, went on pause. We had a couple stop, um, you, know, with, you know, and we were set, you know, we we're told uh, we're going to look at it again in 2021. But the rest are ongoing. And, um, you know, when they went on pause, they said, Uh, We think 90 days. Uh, The best one I heard was we're going on a pregnant pause. And so, um, you know, whatever that means. But, you know, our new construction projects are the ones that are moving ahead.
0: That's Um, good. And I think,
1: yeah, so we're very, very fortunate in that regard. I think one of the things that developers, owners are looking to do, uh, you know, a, a good deal is a good deal. Or a good project's a good project. So we're working very, very hard to do documents to support the deal, right. whether it's the loan or uh, you know aspects of making the deal work. So that puts us in you know a, a mode that's doing things very, very quickly.
0: Got it. Got it. Um, okay. So let's get back to you a little bit. Um, Did you always know growing up that you wanted to be a designer? Were you always creative from the get-go? And tell us a little bit about, you know, where you grew up as well as you share that info.
1: Yeah, I always, um, I love to draw. Even as a little boy, I love to draw. And I love to draw cards. So when people asked me when I was a kid, what do you want to do? I said, I want to be a card designer. And... um, you know even now I'm a total gearhead <laughs> I'm a <laughs> I'm a Porsche enthusiast I, I still love cars I still like to draw so it's it's all continued but I you know I'm from uh, from Memphis and um, yeah so you know I had that creative spark even even as a, as a little kid I really enjoyed that
0: yeah.
1: so it, you know all things come back around so <laughs> yeah so I knew I was creative in some sort of way
0: Were your parents in the creative business or did they give you any sort of uh, inspiration?
1: No, you know, I um, actually, you know, I got into architecture. My mom was very artistic. Uh, My aunt taught art lessons. So, you know, I guess I got it that way. But um, I got to architecture late. I was finishing a previous degree. Uh, with majors in history and English. And just through a set of circumstances, I lived across the street from an architect's office.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: So, you know, I got to know him. It was a small practice. Got to know him. He would let me walk in and see what he was doing. And I thought, hmm, I really like this. I, I think I can do it. I think I can do this. So, um, again, got to know him, got to see it, And, you know, having met him, It was interesting. It dispelled a couple of notions that I had about being an architect. And one was, you know, I thought you had to draw like Michelangelo. I thought that's what you had to be able to do. Then I thought you had to be a math whiz because people said, oh, if you go into architecture, you've got to be really good at math. But that's not true. I'm I'm not great at math. But so that's what led me actually into architecture. So architecture became, you know, it was a it was another another degree. So I got to it a little bit late. Those folks who say, "Oh, I knew I wanted to be an architect when I was a kid," um, you know, that's that's one thing. But uh, mine was a little bit later.
0: And what about hospitality? Was there? Did you guys take any trips as a family, or do you have any early memories of travel?
1: Yeah, yeah, we would go. Every summer, we'd travel to New Orleans, and my mother loved antiques, loved beautiful things. So we would we would travel for summer vacations, and we'd always, uh, most every year, we'd end up in New Orleans, and she loved to tour those old houses, and even along the way, along the, the Mississippi River, those beautiful old houses. So, you know, there I was tagging along, looking. And, you know, I guess along the way, all that sank in, right. you know, yeah. it, I must have absorbed something, uh, but I was a history buff too. So I liked architecture through the history lens as yeah. well. Why was that building the way it was? Nice. So I got to it that way.
0: So you got your, so you did get an architecture degree from the University of Arkansas. Um, and then what did you do after? What was your first job after getting your degree?
1: Yeah, I, I went to work for a traditional AE firm. Okay. You know, it was a, it was a general practice we did, health care, multifamily, you know, a, a little bit of everything. But, you know, the, the big turning point was when I met Trisha Wilson through a, a classmate. Um, came to Dallas for his wedding, and uh, he was working for Trisha at the time. Met her... You know um six weeks later i was living in dallas and working for trisha so that was my big intro to hospitality design and um i think i was like the 15th person in the firm wow at the time so it was it was it was exciting it was super exciting
0: so what was it like working with trisha i mean she's such a pioneer in this industry and you know had has I feel like has done a lot for hospitality in general. What was it like working with her and what kind of projects were you working on in the beginnings?
1: You know, we, uh, I think the first project I worked on there was, uh, I think it was a Ritz-Carlton and um, it was a Marriott project. Um, Those are the ones I I recall, Um, but it was, it was super great working with her. It, you know, those were exciting times because, you know, we all felt like we were on the cusp of something. Um, and we, we were.
0: How long were you there with her?
1: Um, I was there eight years.
0: Good amount of time.
1: Yeah, it was. You know, those were the, I felt like, I don't know, I, At looking back, Stacey, I feel like I was at a front row seat mm-hmm. to the hospitality industry as we know it now. Yeah. You know, we, we could we could all sense there was something um, the industry as we know it, hospitality design, was developing yep. uh, into what it is now. So, you know, those uh, you know all those early pioneers, Michael Bedner, Tricia, others, you know, really paved the way for all of us. And okay. you know, I knew it.
0: Yeah. Where did you go next, or was that when you decided to launch Looney and Associates?
1: Yeah, I. Yeah, I uh, formed a partnership with a couple of guys. With whose One of them was a classmate from architecture school. We did um, my portion. They did interiors, uh, and I was always interested in interiors. Um, and my portion was hospitality. And then after a little bit, I uh, bought my portion out and launched my firm.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, what year Lenin was that?
1: Associates. That was ninety-five. That was 1995. And so – 2020 is our 25th anniversary.
0: Oh wow. That's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> you made it. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I know. Yeah, what a year to uh, celebrate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. While under quarantine. Perfect <laughs> right,
1: time. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Totally.
0: Uh, so yeah. what, you know, what made you have I mean, opening your own firm is not an easy feat. Um what sure. gave you gave you that courage that drive that whatever you call it to go out on your own and you know start something yeah
1: you know I felt like I could do that when I got to the point where I thought I could make rain Mm. when I thought I could do it on my own you know where I wasn't you know representing a larger company or a group of people that you know I could get a project based on my own ability and being me being Jim Looney, so. That's when I thought I could make the leap. Um, you know that that was really the tipping point for me, and it was it was a, a realization over time. I felt like you know people trusted me; I could develop relationships, and so I took it to the next step.
0: Yeah, and is there anything looking back that you wish you had known then that you know now? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's one or two, but
1: (laughs) yeah, you know, um, yeah. Looking back, I, um, you know, nothing really stands out. I think you know there are always challenges. Uh, You need to make sure you have all your bases covered. Um, You know, the financial side, the business side, the legal side. Um, But but I didn't view it as daunting. Because I've always been the type to, you know, if I didn't know something, I'd go get someone who knew more than me. Go, go get an expert. And I was fortunate to have, you know, people around me I could I could call on. But uh, I'd say more than challenging, it was exciting. Right. You know, I was always looking ahead, so it was what I was doing was was really exciting. It was all it was new. You know, I'd been in the business, but setting up an office was new and there were there's some things you don't expect like you know our first office we were ready to you know we wanted to move in we had a time and it wasn't ready so i had to find space we, we found some desk in an architect's office and camped out there for a few months then moved in the office all all three of us
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice right. So, is that how you started? Just So, did you start with just a couple people and, you know, grew from
1: yeah. there? Yeah, I started with a couple of people, um, grew from there. We're, we're 50 now.
0: Wow.
1: So, you know, it's different, um, obviously. And, um, you know, you learn th- things along the way. But, uh, yeah, it was just a couple of people launched out, um, you know, pursued, you know, and I never wanted to uh, compete with Trisha or follow – her around as she did her projects. I really wanted my own clients.
0: Right.
1: That, w- that was very, very important to me. And the way I did that was I, I did renovations because renovations are um, it's more instant gratification. You know, cash flow is quicker. You know, somebody was more likely to give little old me a renovation <laughs> versus, uh, you know, a brand new, uh, you know, big project that, you know, that I'd been used to working on when right. I was, uh, in, you know, Trish's office. So that's how I that's how I got into it, and um, you know, so, but but those were exciting. You know, I liked I like winning those those uh, those projects on my own merit.
0: Yeah, what, was there something that you learned working with Trish that helped you? You know, throughout your career
1: um yeah you know she she was always um very open um there wasn't competition it's value what what we brought to the table those were the days when you know hospitality design was kind of a mashup of residential designers and architects you know now we have hospitality programs uh um, you know it's very you know the, you're you're Education could be very focused in hospitality, but at the time, it wasn't. So, you know, she valued what architects could bring to the table. And I think that really advanced what what she was doing. Um, so, you know, we were always valued and um, given opportunities to express ourselves.
0: That's great. And so, you know, being a trained architect, and you said that you always liked interiors, how did you transition? Because I feel like some people... You know, are like, oh, I'm an architect. I can't, do, you know, going into interiors sometimes seems, I don't know, yeah. daunting or different or you know, just not not the same trajectory. How did the you thing. Yeah, <laughs> how did you uh, <laughs> how did you transition and start to merge the two? And how has having architecture as a background helped you?
1: Yeah, I'll say this. I, you know, being an architect. Defines me. I, I I love being an architect, no doubt about it. I'm very proud of that. Um, very, you know, enthusiastic AI member. I'm licensed in uh, I think nine states now, so I love that aspect. But you know, like I said, when you know when I uh, started in a traditional architecture firm. Uh, The interiors parts of our projects were, uh, who wants to do that? So I always volunteered. I liked it. You know, I thought I had a a good eye. I didn't mind putting all that together, that kind of detail. So my interest grew. And then when the opportunity came to uh, join Tricia's firm, I thought, well, this is ideal. I get to do both. And I can tell you, I would never go back. To being or to, you know to do traditional architecture i love interiors i absolutely love it so i i wouldn't go back i value being an architect but you know i found that interior design especially hospitality interior suits me
0: right and what is it that you love about hospitality so much
1: you know it's it's a it's a people business. is what I like about it, uh, and it's, it's more than a commodity. You know, I've done, I've done a lot of different things through my career. I've done done retail. I've done commercial. Um, you know, cube farming's not my thing. Um, you know, and, and some of those projects are short. Um, you know, the retail space. Uh, even some restaurants have short durations because you're doing TI or tenant improvement. So the project may last 90 days. Um, and then it's on to the next thing. What I really love about what we do is just it's relationship-based. And it's it lasts longer and it, it's more meaningful. Yeah. It's much more meaningful to me.
0: No, for sure. What's your favorite part of the process? Is it the beginning? Is it seeing it come to life? Is it a little bit at all, of all of it? And how, you know, how do you work at Looney? What's your process like for each project?
1: Yeah, you know, the the beginning is my favorite part. And I always begin the process, I tell, tell everybody, to listen to the music behind the words.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because when we get into a project, I want to understand what what our client, what the brand, what's 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 really back there that's driving things? Because, you know, for some people, especially in the hospitality world, some things are passion plays. Right. You know, it's about, especially, uh, you know, I've seen in the last five or six years people, oh, I want to do a hotel. You know, I haven't done one. I want to do one. Um, and then some people, it's purely a business deal. It's a real estate transaction um, you know, it's all about that. Um, you know, and even when you're listening to what, what people are talking about, is it, and when they make decisions, we offer, you know, you offer suggestion and they make a decision. Is it because of the budget that they did that? Is it because purely design? Is it something that, you know, kind of fanned their ego? Um, so I always listen. So that part of it, I'm, I'm fascinated by. And then, you know, as we move through the project, I'm always replaying that in my mind. But, and you know, and and then all of us for, in our business, for designers, you know, when you, when you see a project come to fruition, that's really the payoff. Yeah. You know, that's really the payoff. All the, all the heartache sometimes you endure, (laughs) um, you know, some of the, you know, you may be disappointed along the way, you... You know, but at the end there's still delight yeah. in seeing it there.
0: Yeah. You yeah.
1: did that. You know, you, you helped. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: you've worked with so many different brands, Hilton, Hyatt, Marriott, Lowe's. How have you kept these relationships over the years? What do you think is the secret to, you know, a successful collaboration between both the brand and the ownership group and sometimes the management group? Because there's many levels yeah. to, many, to to each project.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, um,
0: I think I've learned balance.
1: You know, I've, you know, a lot of those brands own real estate, you know, when I first started. And now it's, you know, it's, it's a different story. So everybody comes at it with a different, different point of view. Our ownership groups, you know, brands, management groups. So I'm a, I'm a good um, consensus maker. I listen to everybody. Um, I can negotiate um you know people's wishes but you know i think working with the brands you know, has taught me balance the other thing too is brands have a they have a mission it's not arbitrary um what they're saying or what they're requesting because behind all of the things that we we're, we're asked to do as designers is to interpret those things bring them to fruition and satisfy a lot of people so you know i've really learned a lot about just balancing,
0: balance. Right. right. And do you, you know, I, I love that you, you wouldn't look at a project and be like, oh, that's a loony project. I think what, I mean, in a good way, don't take that the wrong way. Yeah, I, get I it. Yeah. I think there's. Some, that's a compliment. Okay, good. Okay, good. But do you think there is, you know, when you said you started the firm that you wanted, you know, you wanted to have your spin, your touch, do you think there is, you know, a loony touch or aesthetic or do you think you are more of a, you know. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think there is a thread, Stacey, and, I, and I've been told that, um, you know, if you look at our portfolio, you know, some of what informs our portfolio is, you know, the, the brands we work for, the clients we have. But, um, you know, I'd say our overlay here at Looney Associates is there's a, there's a, there's a timelessness no matter what, I, I'm really yeah. proud of how our projects have held up. The shelf life they've had over the years. And, you know, we, we're we aware of trends and you and your group keep us well aware of things. You know, we, we rely on you a lot, Thanks. frankly. Thank it, you. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, we're out looking at all kinds of things, but you really bring it to us. But um, I'd say that overlay of... Quality. I, I, I never want that to fall through the crack, no matter what the the budget may be, or you know what the what the bumpers are for the project. I'd say i say that above everything. And there's a, and I think our work is fairly. I don't know. It's it's put together.
0: And um, is there? Has there? Was there one project that you would say was your big break when you when you were first starting out? That. Know really help launch you and you know help you grow to where you are today.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, uh, yeah. You know, um, started the firm in '95, and in '97, we interviewed for uh, the Weston Riverwalk hotels, right, right there on the Riverwalk in San Antonio, and a new hotel had not been built there in probably twenty years. Um, so, this was a 476 room, so remember the room count, um, hotel for Heinz. And um, that was a big win. That was a big, big win for, you know, like I said, I started doing renovations, you know, who, who would hire little old me? And then we were awarded this brand new ground up hotel. So, to me, that was a huge milestone. And it opened, and um, gosh, I think it uh, December of '99. Still there, still looks great. And so yeah, that was that. I would consider that the big break.
0: Yeah, and what project recently opened that you you're really proud of, or one that's almost about to open that you're well, hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed <laughs> that you're, pr- <laughs> <laughs> that, you're spe- <laughs> yeah, that you're specifically proud of. <laughs> um,
1: you know, we've opened. Uh, you know, the Lowe's Kansas City was. Um, due to open April second and the grand opening will be coming, um I'd say the most recent one is um, Central Station Memphis mm,
0: right.
1: and that's a hundred seventeen room boutique hotel and a hundred year old train station um, in South Memphis and it, uh, it it's I, I love that I love that hotel it was it was a ton of fun to work work on, and you know that's where I'm from so.
0: It's nice um, to go home.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. But there's there are a lot of aspects of that hotel that I'm, I'm crazy about, and it was a little bit a little bit different. You know, you probably know us from large hotels. This was smaller, and you know, I think it increased our. And we're doing um, four curios now. This is in the curio collection, so it increased our bandwidth in mm-hmm. that regard. Um, design bandwidth, so. I was proud of that, I'm proud of what we did.
0: Speaking of bandwidth, how, how do you manage your offices, I guess, you know, <laughs> your main office and then your other two offices? Um, and how do you encourage designers to, you know, continue to evolve and grow and think differently?
1: Yeah, you know, we, um, you know, like I said, going from three to 50 is different. Um, and I, I think in the life of every firm, there's always a tipping point, when you reach a certain level and you think, "Wow, we've been doing pretty good," uh, but we're going to need some some help as we go forward. Um, so, over the past year and a half, we created a, a really terrific E.L.T. Executive Leadership Team uh, internally, and they do a they do a great job of um, you know taking on issues, whether it's um, Dealing with design, you know, management, uh, technical aspects, so that allows me a little bit more freedom to interact with all of our offices. So, uh, and each office has a managing director. So we have a structure in place that uh, that does that. But I'm, I, you know, I'm still hands on. Um, people know me, it's still a very personal thing. When I come into the office every day, I always make sure I walk around and find out, you know, and say hello, speak to everybody. So there's a there's a personal presence always with, uh, with me. And, you know, I'd say, you know, and I'm really passionate about young designers. And so, you know, I want them to grow and learn. And, you know, here's a good example. When we get a new platform, um, a new design platform or program, you know, we give it to the youngest people in the office. And, you know, and their job is to push it up. And then on the flip, our experienced designers, we have a lot of experienced designers, their job is to push their experience down. So everyone gets a chance or gets a role in how the process works. You know, and the other thing too, even though we have three offices, different locations, our culture is the same. It's the same all the way across. And and I love that.
0: What has changed about your leadership style or your management style since you started in 1995? What have you learned in the last 25 years, uh, just in terms of managing your team and helping to really create a culture?
1: You know, probably the main thing is, uh, you know, we have, a, we have a, uh, an ethos, a helping ethos that, you know, is super important to me. Um, you know, our job is to, you know, I, I, tell, I tell everyone in the firm, my job is to help you be successful. You know, whether that's, you know, finishing a set of drawings, uh, helping finish a design um, you know, helping get through a difficult decision or make it, you know, help make a decision. Um, and then we help each other. And then, uh, you know, we, we help our clients realize their vision, dream, goal. So, you know, that's been a constant all the way through. And I think it's really uh, enabled us to work across, you know, different offices. Um, with multiple folks, different locations, that that thread is always stitched through. And then, you know, just structurally, um, you know, I'm, the, I'm now the CEO, the executive leadership team handles uh, uh, more things on an operations basis, which allows me to, um, you know, get involved on a personal level when I need to. So that's... That, um, you know, that part hasn't changed, but just structurally, when you have more people, you have to, you know, you have to uh, put things in place.
0: Right. Yeah. You need a little more process and strategy. Yeah. And been- we have a
1: strategy consultant, too.
0: Oh, that's nice. How's that helped?
1: Yeah. Uh, that's She's been super great. Uh, you know, she she helps us make decisions objective. I'll say that, and then our CFO, I always ask, okay, we've got a decision to make. Can you help me put this in black and white? What do the numbers look like? What does oh, a payoff look like for this? You know, how's how does that work? So that helps me make make a decision really break it down into uh and make it less subjective you know a lot of decisions are emotional um but it helps me make it a you know uh more of an objective decision
0: so i think that's really interesting i feel like sometimes you know creatives also need to learn the business of design was that something that was recommended to you or how did that come about and how has you know what else yeah. have you done to kind of learn how to be um a business person, because that is part of (laughs) this journey, too.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, those are, uh, you know, you don't, you don't find those under the same roof a lot of times, you know, design business. And I'm not a, you know, you know, as I mentioned earlier, this, you know, starting this business, you know, really came from relationships and helping people and putting in practice what I thought I could do. Um, But I was, I was really fortunate. Um, I had a you know a lot of people my wife's a, a therapist, a psychotherapist and so you know it's, it's always good for people to have have somebody like that and i had a i had a financial therapist when i first started he really took an interest in me um he wasn't in my business he was uh, you know counter county CPA and so he helped guide me and helped me create lights on the dashboard. When I look at something from, an, from a business standpoint, what are the lights on the dashboard I need to be looking at? So I, I was just so fortunate. So we've kept that going all the way through. And um, I may not understand what the what the light means, um, but if I see it blinking, then I can go back to the expert and say, what, what's wrong here? All right. hey, you know, so that's... That's been helpful, very, very helpful.
0: Yes, I, I think that's great advice for anyone. What has been the biggest challenge during these, these times? And how, you know, how do you compare this to other downturns that you've weathered?
1: Yeah, you know, and I've been in the business long enough to have seen you know, 9-11, uh, 08, and here we are now. And you know, it, you know, when you look back, about every ten years on average, a disruptor happens. You know, you don't see it coming. Um, you know, they were all they all took us by surprise. And you know, 01 was it refocused us on security. So good things came came out of that. You know, the way front desks are designed, the way entries are designed, better lighting. Um, We felt safer traveling, especially, you know, I think female guests felt safer through all that. You know, 08 was another, you know, was another roadblock uh, that happened. You know, that was something that, you know, we probably all didn't understand, you know, what was behind the financial meltdown that went behind it. We all felt the effects. But, you know, coming out of that, you know, what we as designers became, especially here, we became really good at understanding budgets and creating budgets Mm -hmm. and understanding the financial side of things because that's what owners and developers were looking at. Um, We also saw the rise of, you know, brands uh, getting bigger and bigger, some brands going away. And it was, and we, there were more and more accountants and business types showing up at model rooms, for instance. <laughs> you know, it used to be a couple of people, and now there's a, there's 20. And, you know, the people are taking notes are not just, um, you know, design folks. They're, again, our accountants and business folks are listening to um, that side of it. So, right. we became, you know, I think we've all become really good at that. And now, here we are. So, there's a little bit of both, Um, you know, here, you know, and I, you know, we're, somebody, I heard somebody say, we're learning to build the plane while we're flying it.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So,
1: you know, that's, that's what we're doing now. This one's, um, you know, and and it's like, like racing, you know, like car racing, you know, you, you have to learn. I hope you can learn when to, it's just important to know when to, you know, put on the brakes is when to accelerate.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, that's what we're we're looking at today. So, you know, having gone through a couple of these, I think as we come out, experience will count. And, uh, you know, I think the people who will get back into hospitality or get back into hotel deals will be... Those who have experienced, um, I, I really enjoy working with first-time hotel developers and owners. I just love our business so much that, um, and we may see fewer of those uh, right off the bat. Right, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. But um, we're all we're all in it together. That's what I I
0: like. Yeah, I think that's been the best part. Is. How much the yeah. industry has come together and people have, you know, had that time to remake connections and look out for each other.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'll have to say this, too. and I'm, I'm not just saying this. You you guys have been the glue.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Um, for all of us. You know, you've really, again, stitched us together. And we really appreciate it. Thank we you. We really do.
0: This is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> no, just kidding.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> it's totally unsolicited. <laughs> this is truly from no,
0: the heart. <laughs> I appreciate it because we've been trying and our team has been working tire- tirelessly. So I appreciate that very much. Uh, Trisha must have been a mentor, but have there been other mentors along the way or other people that you've learned from or watched from either like a close relationship or just, you know, someone from afar?
1: yeah you know um yeah, trisha was you know kind of in my shoe she was doing a lot of things but um there was an architect when i first joined named jim rummelspa and he took me under his wing and i really learned a lot from jim he he taught me so many valuable lessons and then you know i'm, I'm observant and you know and you know i enjoy talking to our peers you know you know get-togethers that you all have sponsored and others. I really, really enjoy that. You know, so yeah, there there have been people. I've been super fortunate. Again, you know, my 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 financial therapist. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, people who, uh, you know, I admire uh, from a design standpoint. You know, that's one reason I've I've stayed in very close contact with the Fay Jones School of Architecture there in Arkansas. Is I want to give back. I really, really want to give back. And I, and I do it here too. There, I want to. You know, I feel like as a leader, my job is to is to pass on those skills right and and leadership to to others. So yeah, there've been there've been people along the way, and they may not know it, but I've but I've watched them.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And you also have a um, a scholarship fund, don't you? Yeah,
1: it, yeah, I do. Um, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but um, you, Hospitality Design Magazine, had a lot to do with that. When <laughs> when when I was inducted in Platinum Circle,
0: right?
1: The the firm wanted to get me a a memento or a you know something, maybe it was a plaque. I don't know. Um but they wanted to give me something? you know a gift? And our librarian and, and I'm really hard to shop for. Uh, my, 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 my wife will tell you that. I'm, I'm terrible. Um, but our librarians said, well, why don't we do a scholarship? Maybe we can start one. Oh. So, they contacted the school. And when I received, when I was inducted, you know, there on the stage, or when I was, uh, it was being announced, Michael Adams announced it. I had no idea.
0: Oh, that's so amazing.
1: That they had done that. I, I was—I mean, it, uh, you know—I was tearful. Yeah. And so, um, I, it was just—I was so—it was just so moving. And so, I didn't know this, but when you create a scholarship like this, you—you you can, you know, at least at the Fay Jones School, you can direct it any way you want to. So, I applied it to the study abroad program that they have. Okay. Um, you know, because hospitality is such a global industry, Right. that uh, you know I think it's important for these kids to have a a world view. You just you just have to have it, and you know their study abroad program is really good, but they still have to, you know, find the financial means for that. So that's where I directed it, and I'm I'm so glad I did that.
0: That's amazing, and it keeps
1: me connected. Keeps me connected.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, because, I mean, the one thing that I love is that you're helping to build this industry as you, you know, continue to do, you know, build your firm, you're also building the next generation, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, I I get a lot out of that. We've done a lot, you know, again, it's connected us back to the school. Now the interior design program is uh, part of the School of Architecture. So it's the Fay Jones School of Architecture and Designs, and we've um, we're at career day every year. We I actually I'm one of five graduates here in the firm, so you know that's that's pretty direct support.
0: Right? Yeah, <laughs> <But>, uh,
1: <laughs> you're hiring
0: them, which is we're good. <laughs> hiring.
1: Uh, and then um, they, you know, our graduates have been able to go back, and I've done it too, um, be on juries, um, be advisors. We've sent projects to them to um, to use as school projects, um, and you know I've been I've been super proud of super proud of that. That's great. It's just fun.
0: That's awesome. Um, and I mean, looking back, so we always end this podcast with um, the question that is the title of the podcast, and that is what I've learned. What do you think has been or is your greatest lesson learned or lessons plural if you have more than one
1: <laughs> well, um, I think be nice I think that's a good one yeah uh, <laughs> um, you know give give more energy to this to the solution and not the problem right I think that's very very uh, important um, you know and it's 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 harder to build consensus than to take sides. So, you know, listen to um, everybody's point of view.
0: Yeah,
1: I think that's very very important. But um, I think those are those are some of the main ones. Um, You know, look for you know I always look for relationships and not just projects.
0: Right.
1: Uh, That's that's been key. And there's something framed in my office. Stacy, that um, I've always liked, and and somebody here framed it for me, and it's it's uh, from To Kill a Mockingbird when Atticus Finch tells Scout, you know, and that I can just see Gregory Peck saying this. (laughs) He said, "You know, you you never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view, until you climb inside his skin and walk around in it." So I. you know, that's been key for me is, is help is understanding um, other people.
0: Yeah. I think that's so important, especially in today's crazy world, too. Um, I feel like that is even more important than it was, say, two months ago. Totally.
1: Totally. There are a lot of things on people's minds. And, um, you know, if you can understand that and, again, help people, That's that's key.
0: Yeah. That's cute. Well, Jim, I feel like this is a perfect place to stop. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. As always, I loved catching up with you.
1: Uh, same here. It's, uh, you know, the, again, <clears throat> you're, you're part of that. <clears throat> you're part of that glue that uh, holds us together. And I really appreciate it. We're crazy about you. Oh,
0: well, we're crazy about you. <laughs> so thank you so much. Stay safe, stay well, and All right. hope to see you in real life soon. Thanks for listening to Hospitality Design's What I've Learned. If you like what you've heard, subscribe and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find full episodes and transcripts at hospitalitydesign.com.